What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Denim Radio. This is episode 005. How's it going? I'm Josh. I'm Ozone. We're back at it. Here it is, a lovely uh, long weekend here in sunny Alberta, smoky Alberta. And we we had ourselves a nice little chat with some some boys from Selkirk, Manitoba, just outside of Winnipeg. Yes, we spoke with. Who do we speak with? The one and only Lost Planet Airman. You betcha. So yeah, we're stoked to have those guys on. They recently hopped on the label, releasing a three-song EP entitled Sagan. And yeah, their first the first single, We Were Shoulders. We were shoulders. We were shoulders. We were solders. What is it? We were smelters. We were the smelters. (laughs) We Were Soldiers <laughs> was released a couple weeks ago, and yeah, we hope you like it, because there's at least two more coming down the pipeline. So yeah, we chatted with them, but yeah, what else is going on? Oh, there's lots going on, Denim Land, but um, I don't know. Can we talk about them? I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think we already have like 10 times, but you know what? <laughs> not today. <laughs> Sticking to my bananas, yeah, we- not doing it. We we got some we got some new t- new tunes coming out for sure, in addition to uh, to Lost Planet Airmen's conclusion of their EP. We got we got more tunes coming down the pipe, so maybe even more than than we know right now. Definitely have the we have our irons in the fire, and uh, we just want to keep growing. We want to keep bringing co- cool music to your ears and awkward conversations on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're good at both of those things at this point. Keep growing, not showing. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely growers. <laughs> and we, well, some of us are showers. Not me though. <laughs> yeah. So what? What else is going on? We're uh, trash has been a little sleepy here. We got some stuff coming up next month, but uh, the label, yeah, we've kind of back back to normal after our. After our Costa Rican affair, I don't know if you've you've gone back to normal. I feel somewhat normal. Yeah, smoke doesn't help, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're smoked out in the worst possible way. There's no uh, nothing but uh, lung cancer and emphysema. Emphysema is that a word? Some sort of it might lung it might be, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> emphysema. I don't think it is. I think I, I combined a few words. Let's look it up. That's when Tell you... them about uh, what else we got. What else can we talk about? Well, you quickly mentioned trash, but 
in case you haven't listened to the other episodes, in two weeks on June the 3rd, we are heading up to Fort McMurray to play Rock the Rails Festival. It's going to be a fun day. I mean, Teenage Bottle Rocket is playing later that night after we play a bunch of other good, good, good acts. So if you're in Fort McMurray and listen to this, come on out. If not, and you want to drive way north, do that too. And then uh, we got another festival after that for Trash the week after, which is Pumpkin Donuts in High River, south of Calgary, all ages, and you get Punk and Donuts, like Punk and Donuts. So it can't beat that. And then the week after that is Alternative Waves Festival in Medicine Hat. And that's, yeah, that one's going to be good too. I just ran out of steam. <laughs> it's definitely the month of, uh, of festivals for us. We don't get to go to Europe yet, but yeah. we're doing it Alberta style. And uh, emphysema is indeed a, a lung, chronic lung disease. So what I said made sense. <laughs> Against all odds, it made sense for once. I thought it was like eczema, that skin thing, and asthma combined. <laughs> Apparently, it's a real thing, and I didn't just make it up and combine things, which is good for me. <laughs> yeah, I got... I'm special yeah, that way. Made-up words are good. <laughs> well, we don't need to babble too much. We might have babbled a little bit too much babblage there the last last episode, so I think we can just... Kind of get this get this interview going. Um, let's play some music, though. Who do you want to hear today? I'm going to go for a super deep cut that I'm not sure has ever actually been released. But do you know what? My buddy Kurt sent it to me from the band Ellesmere. I think they were based in Vancouver. He lives in Squamish, whatever. They released an EP on Dying Scene Records in probably <laughs> 2013, 2014. And that album rules. It's called Bale City. This song was a B-side from that that I don't think was ever released. It's called Dick Bounce. <laughs> I want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I love that band. I wish they were still going. The one time we got to play with them, one of the two times I played Vancouver, they were fucking amazing. So, but yeah, I know Kurt just had a, well, just not just, but he had a kid in the last year, so he's been busy with that. I don't know if he's playing any music, but. Hopefully he gets back up there because he's a very talented singer slash guitar player slash songwriter. So, oh yeah, I need I need more Kurt tunes in my life for sure. I'm gonna send I'm do. gonna send him this so that he uh, he listens and starts pumping out music again. <laughs> He'll be like, "Why did you play that song?" But uh, I'm gonna choose a band that's also defunct. Actually, it was our uncle-in-law, <laughs> my wife's uncle. Showed me this band one time when we were drinking. They're a punk band out of Edmonton, I think. Pretty sure. Maybe they're Calgary. Might have been Calgary. But uh, they're called Left Nut. And at that point in time in my life, iTunes, you could still download MP3s. I think they got rid of that feature. I think it's all just streaming now. Which is another thing we could talk about. It's kind of alarming how uh, we're all so... so dependent on streams. And then I don't know if you saw Disney Plus is like removing a shit ton of shows off of theirs like shit they just released like six months ago like the willow willow uh series they released removing it from from disney plus which is kind of yeah i don't know maybe we should be downloading mp3s and buying cds and records because this fucking shit can go away in a hurry so if that's how you're counting on listening to music i don't know who knows what the future holds 
But anyways, I digress. <laughs> I downloaded this, all these MP3s, and it was an album called what was it called? I think it was just Triple X, <laughs> like the like the hit Vin Diesel movie. And I want to play a song off of it. Um, I do like the song "Dirty Edmonton Horror," but we're not going to play that one. <laughs> we're going to play "We're Not Gonna Quit," and it's a super fun, you know, nothing too fancy punk rock song. And yeah, hopefully you dig it. So we're going to hit you with some Ellesmere and some left nut. And then we'll roll right into the interview. Check it out. Slut. Don't 
This is Cam from Boo Radley, and you're listening to Denim What's Radio. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Denim Radio, episode five. And we are back once again with Taylor from the Lost Planet Airmen. A little backstory. We already did this once with Taylor and Bryce. And then we went to uh, edit it, and the vo- the my voice sounded like this. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Denim Radio. You see, that's super fucking annoying, and I didn't want to put you guys through it, so instead I decided to punish Taylor and make him go through this yet again. So how are you doing, man? Good. How are you guys? Good. Of course, we got uh, Ozone here. He's been sitting in his backyard at a kid's birthday party all day, enjoying some beverages. So how are you doing, man? Great. <laughs> you're looking a little red. You're a little, you're a little uh, sunburned. Um, little lobsterish, yeah. You're gonna be covered in flakes again. You learned nothing from Riley's <laughs> missteps in Costa Rica. <laughs> I haven't seen you guys in person in three weeks. Three weeks. Might as well get the flakes back. <laughs> Wouldn't even recognize you without the flakes, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> How are you gonna eat your pizza without some flakes? Oh God. Okay. <laughs> already discussed it. <laughs> what Taylor has left the chat? What the fuck? <laughs> Sweet man, well, it's uh, it's a uh, Sunday night here. It's not June yet. We're still we're still gonna get this episode out before uh, before June comes along. But what's going on in Selkirk, Manitoba today? Hot. It's like thirty something degrees today. Sunny, windy, and uh, stayed up way too late last night, so didn't do a lot. Well, so we got you uh, in your sharpest of minds today. What you're saying that's right <laughs> what was going on last night big party just uh, a couple friends came over and then we uh we stayed up way too late <laughs> it happens so sometimes friends come over yeah. sometimes your daughter has a birthday party you know both are way too much yeah could... <laughs> the six-year-old birthday parties are nicer though because it ends early and then you go to bed <laughs> That's true. Or a podcast. Either either way. Podcast, yeah. <laughs> so you're saying I should have called you late last night and you would have been in fine form. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, see, we're yeah. talking like old friends now because we've already had like a two hour long conversation that is unfortunately useless, but you know what's not useless? The Lost Planet Airmen. Let's tell, let's tell the folks at home about your band. What do you do in the band? <laughs> Uh, guitarist and singer and yeah and the guy that was on here that you guys actually he, he might pop in a little bit later I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that as a bit of a mystery but uh, he might show up <laughs> he might he probably will yeah um he he's the drummer and then you got one more dude what's his name yeah and then we've got uh ryan on bass sweet and and this has been the the power trio the whole time through whole time since uh 
three and a bit years now. So. Yeah, so you guys, yeah. if you do the math, it's 2023. So that means you guys yeah. started, what, late 2019 or early 2020? Early 2020. February 2020. Oh, it's absolutely <laughs> perfect time to launch yeah. a new band. <laughs> Seemed like nothing was going to stop us. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many posts around that time that were like, people just like, so excited. 20, or 2020 is going to be the best year for us. So much plan. And just like, fucking boom, game over. <laughs> yep. And uh, it's a tale There's as old as nothing time. that stops. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing, <laughs> barring a global pandemic. Yeah. What's that? What's that you say? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You made it through. Here we are, three years later. So how has everything been going? Good. Um, I think we're taking it a little easy this summer and not doing a, not doing too too much. Um, we've got. You know, new music coming out with you guys, and uh, yeah, other than that, we got a few shows lined up, and then see how the summer goes. Yeah, so, so, so I uh, erroneously said in the last part that you guys will never hear that introduce you guys as a Winnipeg band, but that's actually incorrect because you guys are based out of Selkirk, correct? Yeah, it's. Uh, we we kind of just call ourselves Winnipeg Band because that's where we play all our shows anyway. Because there's no like music scene in Selkirk. <laughs> what, what's so the population it's only that? twenty minutes. Uh, ten thousand, I think. So and there's three punks. There, but all it's, in it's twenty minutes north. Yeah, <laughs> twenty minutes north of Winnipeg. Like it's not that hard to down and play shows and then drive home we just get home a little later than the winnipeg bands <laughs> <laughs> well if uh anyone's listening and they're not like familiar with manitoba like i, can't, I don't remember if we decided or figured this out last time but, like what's the percentage of of like the population that lives in winnipeg it's like a high number right like everybody either lives in winnipeg or brandon and manitoba pretty much right yeah when uh might be close to like 800,000 in Winnipeg. And then I don't know what Brandon is, but Brandon's like almost three hours west. And then that's like the two biggest cities. And then everything else is little tiny bedroom communities or small towns. So, yeah, I was kind of, I sell beer for a living and I was looking at, we've, we sell in Saskatchewan as well. And there's, you know, there's a few cities. Obviously, it's Saskatoon, Regina, and then there's like the smaller ones. But then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I should look at Manitoba. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I knew about Winnipeg and Brandon. And it's like, where are the other cities? <laughs> there really isn't any other cities there. That's insane. No, they're all like really small towns. Like listening to you guys talk about playing shows in Alberta and you're going, you know, it's like, oh, we've got show in Edmonton, show Calgary, show, and you're kind of like going all over the place. We don't have that an ability very much in Manitoba. <laughs> Just because there's nowhere, like there's little towns you could play, but it wouldn't, 
be much of a show. If you're not, <laughs> if you're not playing Bachman Turner Overdrive covers, they might not be down. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Cause... You're not tour tour in Manitoba is uh, out of the cards. Yeah. <laughs> well, you go to Winnipeg. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> Well, it's funny when we talk to That's... you know even like ontario bands quebec bands and then especially you know american bands where there's like so many major major centers to play like like you know like a one or two hour drive away when it's like yeah and then you just think canada's brutal but i guess now that you're like putting it into perspective for us like we're we're more lucky here like red deer isn't you know an hour hour north here in edmonton hour south here in uh calgary then you got Banff, that's like two hours. Medicine Hat's like, what was it, four hours from us? Less than three. So, you know, it's not like insane driving. Like, you wouldn't want to do drive home after some of those trips. But, like, looking at it through that lens, the lens that you just told me, like, I guess it isn't that bad. So maybe you're going to have to come out here and we'll, we'll take you to all these major centers. That's what we should do, yeah. I feel like, it, is there better times to play... You know, like somewhere like Banff. Like, is it better in the winter because of all this, like, snowboarders and skiers? I think as long as it's a Sunday night in Banff, you're you're pretty fine, right? So, like, honestly, right? Because, like, most people that live there, Monday is their day off. So if you play late on Sunday night, they all finish work, and then they go out to the bars. So, yeah, like, I, the two times I've ever played there, both been a Sunday night, and they've been... They start really slow because everyone's working, and then they end really well because everyone comes out at 11, 12, right? So, why is Monday their day off? This is a hospitality injury. Yeah, tourism, oh, right? I so, see. all the Calgarians are there on a Saturday night, and then they're there Sunday day, and then they, they go home Sunday night. Well, it's, it's the same. It'd be the same in Winnipeg with all like, you know, the industry nights that usually Sundays or Mondays, right? Because if you want to make money in that industry, you got to work Friday, Saturday. So then they all go and party Sunday or Monday. So, yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, it's funny. Cause I'm sure you listened to the last episode. We had Regal on there. It's like, you guys have a slow season of like people not being in your town. They're like COVID was like the only time that Banff is quiet. Like it's just, yeah. Cause like you say, it's, there's the snowboarders all, uh, all winter. And then summer, there's just people scoping out the mountains. Right. Yeah, I mean, summer, I guess, would be busy, too. I feel like there's got to be a lull somewhere, like somewhere around fall, spring, where it's just a little bit quieter than normal. But Yeah, like, probably there's peak, and then there's... But I don't think it gets, like, dead ever. Like, and then there's people there. No. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's a good little place to go play a show, then, as long as it's on a Sunday night. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the only time. I've also never played any other night. (laughs) Yeah. And Ozone had COVID last time. He's true. The, the worst kind of tourist you could be. <laughs> the and the time before that was March first, twenty twenty. Last yeah. show I played before the pandemic. And you had such high hopes for the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Did you guys drop down later in Alberta? What's that? Did you guys shut down later in Alberta? Like, did it la- like stay open a little bit longer than other places? Not really. Like the initial thing, it was like the door pretty much slammed shut on on everyone. I mean, we had a few times where we tried to 
Yeah, oh, we're all good. Open the doors, and then it was like, nope, not yet. <laughs> Shut them down again, but. Didn't we play, did we play an acoustic show pretty early on in it, didn't we? At Field and Forge? Uh, no, that was before at Field and Forge, but. Um, was it? Oh, okay. There was kind of like lulls where they're like, because, you know, they put out these weird rules where it's like, everybody can go drink in the bar, but you can't. Uh, didn't sing or dance, but then I was like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so somehow they yeah, like, found like we were allowed to play acoustically, just not with the full band. So we did that a few times. And, oh, it was, it was not as much spit <laughs> when you're uh, acoustic, I guess. We're just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we're, just, we're just pissing on any, everyone anyway, so it didn't really make a difference. But <laughs> I think the idea was that. Yeah. <laughs> That was that was quite deep into it though, because that's the only time people have ever been moshing for an acoustic set. Because people just wanted to hear, they wanted to hear live music so bad. Yeah, I remember some people came from like Sylvan Lake, which is like only half an hour away, but to come and see us for that, I don't know. It was it was unusual for us. We're like, really? You came to see us? Like we haven't seen a punk show of any kind in like a year. We're we're dying. So but yeah, we don't. Have we you don't, guys done? Multiple acoustic shows? We were doing them for a while, actually, just because, I don't know, we weren't really set up. I don't think Riley was quite on board. And then, yeah, just like the rules. I, was, I wasn't I was even on board yet. I was just doing it for fun. <laughs> yeah. And then we, I don't know, it just kind of came up. People were like, oh, we, we, we did it once, and then we're like, oh, this is not the worst thing. And then we're like, just... It was just a way to make money too, because ban- or places would pay you like, okay, I'll come, we'll pay you four hundred bucks, come play acoustic all night. You could probably oh, do that. Right. So, I'm still not very confident at it. I don't, I don't know. I think there's enough. That was going to be my next question. I was going to ask if it was like, did you find it a drastic like uncomfortableness going acoustic? So we would always like. Ozone and I would do it together. And then he, we even did a few shows with Riley doing the, what do they call that thing? The cone or whatever? Cone, yep. Yeah, and so it's like you still kind of have that band. Like you're not alone feeling. So it wasn't, yeah. I didn't find it too bad because we have each other to kind of get through it. And, it. and it's interesting when you play acoustic, like people just, like I'd say most of the shows, probably 90% of them, People are just like having conversations at their table, you know. It's not like a like a like a full on punk show where people are like you can't talk. You gotta like be right up there. They can't and, have a conversation. Yeah, like, <laughs> so like once you got used to that, being like, you know what? Like only about twenty percent of the people are paying attention anyways, then you really don't give a fuck and you just kinda have fun with it. But I don't know. I did a couple. I did a my buddy is like his kid's fifth birthday or something. He's like well, I think he wanted the band, but the other guys weren't available. So I'm like, oh, I'll just come do it acoustic, I guess. So I went and did that by myself. And all these kids are like doing that. What's that dance the kids do from like that video game? The floss or whatever. The floss. <laughs> they're the like floss doing that. Yeah. And then they're like spazzing on the ground. I'm just like, this is the fucking raddest thing I've ever been a part of. Like, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I play like 10 songs. And then the guy was going to pay me like 100 bucks. I'm like, man, I'll. Give me twenty bucks and call it good. Like I don't want to. It was Cliff Ozone, so he uh, he's more than uh, 
He's bought every bit of merch we've ever had ten times over. He'll get drunk and forget it somewhere, and then he'll buy it all again. <laughs> He's a good supporter. But anyways, yeah, so the acoustic stuff is... We haven't done it in a long time. I don't know if he ever will again, but... Was that... I tried, we tried at, uh, at an Innisfail in September, Riley and I, but it was bananas. Like, this lady just came up and kept stealing my mic. And then, like, we were playing full band after, so she just sat down on Riley's drums and started playing them. We're like, can you please just get out of here? So Riley just took a bottle of hand sanitizer and just, like, stood there and started spraying her. She didn't even flinch. She just kept, like, yelling into the mic. It was... To be fair... Yeah, I don't even have words for it. He gave her warning. He's like, if you touch my equipment again, I will fucking spray <laughs> you with this, like a, like, a disobedient cat. And she just... Aah! And she fucking... She went and played his drums or... No, she grabbed your your guitar or something. Pissed you guys off. And you just fucking drenched her. <laughs> and sanitizer. <laughs> so no more acoustic. That was it. The final straw. Yeah, she was pissed <laughs> off because you guys weren't playing uh, "We Will Rock You" by Queen, or that uh, oh, "Let Them Play Some you. Rock and Roll," whatever that song is. <laughs> Let them play some rock and roll. And she's like, "Am I right?" We're trying. <laughs> like you don't see the irony of you yelling them that at that song and interrupting their set. Like <laughs> that. Anyways, yeah, so that was the last time we... Well, I wasn't even involved in that. I'm like, I don't want to. You guys can do it. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I think there's enough punk rocker guys doing the acoustic thing that are way better at it than us. So they they can do that. We'll, we'll keep making... There, there does seem to be a lot of them doing in the acoustic thing. I guess it's cheaper than a whole band. So Yeah, I think maybe... It's easier for them to to tour, or they maybe they can go. Oh, I can go tour those places again, even though we were just there with the band. I'll come back acoustic yeah. and do it, and I'll keep all the money. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Another revenue stream, basically. Or maybe they just that's... want to play music all the time, and the band doesn't want to play that often. So fuck it, I'm going. I don't. Know. I don't think anybody would pay to come see me. By myself, but not if you're not going to play. Let them play some rock and roll. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> That's the secret. Well, we were trying to figure out some new like, covers to play. Slap that one in your back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to figure out some new ones to learn. So, I mean, I guess that decision's been made for us. <laughs> <laughs> we will rock you and let them play some rock and roll. <laughs> if she wasn't fucking banned from the venue, because she, yeah, she went back a couple weeks later and. Pissed everyone off again, so they kicked her out again. Yeah. She's she's barred. But uh, I'd be like, tell her to come, at least for the first two songs. <laughs> and then kick her out again. <laughs> Put it in your, your contract the next time you play. <laughs> <laughs> she can come for two songs. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of songs, you mentioned it briefly. You're, uh, you're, uh, some of my segues are pretty ridiculous. I apologize. But... Uh, <laughs> You have one song out already. We were soldiers, and you're gonna have two more for your upcoming Sagan EP, Gate Unknown. Yep. As soon as you're ready, we'll get them out. But yeah, let's talk about the the process of getting those songs out, how they were recorded, how you guys chose those songs to record, and yeah, I'll I'll throw it over to you. Yeah. The uh, well, the two other songs that we're waiting for sounds like they're they're getting moved on. 
with uh, Cody there doing the mixing. So we've got one back already, and there's just the last one to go. And we recorded them in Winnipeg at Mid Ocean Studios, which is a recording school. And like twice a year, they do a uh, basically they put a call out to bands or artists to uh, come and record for free. And they just give you a couple students who are in the uh, school and they they do all the engineering and stuff and you just have to show up and play music and then uh, you get all the raw files and stuff and do whatever you want with them which is pretty cool and then uh, you there Josh gave us the name of uh, your pal Cody to do the mixing and he's I guess had some time and did it for us and he's in the old wives which is a fantastic band and uh yeah that's, that's the whole process <laughs> yeah it's awesome yeah because you uh you had mentioned it because a couple of students kind of took a stab at a few of the songs and mixed them there probably wasn't yeah. the cohesion you'd hope for right <laughs> like there'd be two different people no, mixing them. i mean i'm sure they did they did everything that they probably should have done in a for like their school setting or whatever um but it was all I like they get marked on it so I'm assuming it was fine in that sense um just not obviously what we were looking for out of it so once we got the raw uh tracks back then we're able to do whatever we want so which is a pretty cool deal in my head <laughs> yeah no shit big time you can spend thousands at a at a studio, so to not have that. Yeah, it's like it's a really nice studio too. Like the big, massive control room, um, and like where the drum room is. I don't. I've never been in a room that, that's that soundproof. <laughs> like we were one room just, over from Bryce, and we could barely hear the drums. Just blasting <laughs> farts, and no one was the wiser, except the engineers. Yeah, except the engineers. <laughs> That's what they want you to think. That's what they want you to think. They're all recorded. Every like, part. Your secret's safe with me, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Because they put reverb on it. And... <laughs> Auto-tuned your fart. Yeah. <laughs> when we were recording, uh, we uh, I put my phone in there, a camera or something to record Riley recording one of the songs, and then he's kind of waiting, and he's just sitting there. All of a sudden, he just like leans over, rips a fart. Five seconds later, starts laughing. It's like, just like this delayed reaction to his own part. <laughs> then he then he shares it on on his page, and the fucking producer's like, I "Can't believe you farted on my throne, man! What a betrayal!" He's like, "You think he's mad at me?" <laughs> he probably shouldn't fart in his throne, man. If you're worried about that, <laughs> and then and then share it to the world. <laughs> All right, what a legend. <laughs> I, to, and to be fair i don't think he was actually angry i think he was just like what the fuck farting on my throne you bugger <laughs> after all i did for you <laughs> he yeah. sold that throne the next day on kijiji <laughs> <laughs> it's actually worth more now trashed ambulance yeah butt parts yeah. all over it. <laughs> that's awesome well the drummer of <laughs> 
gassed ambulance. Casey had a fucking a funny pun name for us about us because I think we ripped a few farts. I can't remember what it was now, but our buttholes are legendary now. Even in Costa Rica, they're we didn't really hold back. <laughs> like, and then they weren't really reacting at first, so we're like, oh, they're like rude to do that down here. And then all of a sudden, one of them would rip a huge one and be like, oh yeah, they're on board. They're on board. <laughs> yes, I'm. I don't know if they're on board, old. but they. <laughs> Sebastian said right on Instagram by fire. I missed your guys' farts <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the mark we leave Everywhere we go Shit clouds Shit clouds are brewing <laughs> Randy <laughs> right. oh, well, dear. Okay we hyped up your song so <laughs> One of them's out there In the, in the big in bright world <laughs> This is, sounds way better than a fart Depending on on your taste but uh give us a little uh, on the park. <laughs> give us a little intro on uh we were soldiers out now on all your favorite places oh deja vu um <laughs> i already did this fucker. <laughs> we were soldiers it's a song we stole the name from a mel gibson movie that was back in the early 2000s and Yes, it's a quick little number, you know, about uh, dealing with loss and losing uh, the death of somebody. But then I just wrote it differently so that it wasn't about dealing my own personal shit. And uh, yeah, stole a bunch of stuff from that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that what punk rock's all about? Dealing cool shit and trying to make it our own, but... (laughs) Just kind of hoping nobody will notice. Yeah, and uh, it's out now everywhere. And here it comes. (laughs) It goes a little something like this.
are back. We were just talking about uh, boner gum on off the air, but uh, we're going to talk about serious <laughs> stuff now. <laughs> like Lost Planet boner Anime. Gum. <laughs> this episode is not sponsored by Blue Chew, but if if it could if it could be, we definitely would be. So uh, hit us. But up. it's they send it to you completely discreetly, Josh. So like you don't have to worry about your neighbors when you order it. <laughs> Oh no! I want to shout shout it out to the world that they're giving us money, and I'm getting getting boners. Just, just, just the, way, the good Lord intended. Naughty. <laughs> no more soft boners for you. <laughs> Fuck. Didn't want to talk about this online, but uh, yes. You know what doesn't give me a soft boner? It gives me a full on rager. Is Lost Planet Airman? Founded in 2020. <laughs> Let's uh, let's back it up a bit. Be- even before your band here, let's talk about let's talk about little little baby Taylor picking up a guitar and getting into punk rock or just oh. music in general. What 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 was the the band you remember where you're like fuck yeah, I'm, I want to I want to make my own noise. Uh, it was probably like Nirvana and. Like offspring. Just kidding. Yeah. Big like smash from the offspring. That was a big album for for myself, little Taylor. You're what? In your mid thirties now? Is that all you're... Yeah, thirty six. Okay, sir. Same so, age as us. Yeah. So it was uh yeah, that was a that was a big one. Basically whatever my sister was listening to and then we uh my parents had some older or some friends with older kids that were into um, some of the pop, popular punk stuff that was coming out in the 90s. So that's kind of how I got in. I would listen to Smash on the Discman with headphones so that my uh, my parents didn't know I was listening to it full blast. And <laughs> Did you have anti-shock technology? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. Oh shit, that's risky. You went not oh. those ones. Those bad boys just had to sit like on the <laughs> most secure desk possible. <laughs> you couldn't take that on a, on the field trip to yeah. To the fucking in the car, you had to hold it and use your arm as like a shock. <laughs> <laughs> had to put it on a moon shoe so it would like wouldn't mm-hmm. actually shake. <laughs> yeah. So it was like the. The same as most people that that kind of epitaph, that records era stuff that, I guess started with Offspring, Offspring and uh, yeah. Green Day, and then kind of like, well, what else is there? And then you, pretty much, um, and then just like getting to learn how to play guitar, that would have been a lot more, probably the Nirvana stuff, um, just because it was a lot easier to learn. Mm-hmm. I didn't take lessons or anything, which is apparent. Um, <laughs> So I had some friends that like dabbled in guitar and stuff. So, you know, the neighbor taught me how to play come as you are the opening thing when I was like, uh, I don't know, probably seven or eight on an acoustic that I bought at a uh, garage sale that our elementary school was having. So, yeah. And it was the word, like, I think I bought that guitar for less than a dollar. Holy shit. (laughs) It was in such bad shape, and then my my drummer dad, like, somehow got it to 
be able to play music. <laughs> so, had that for a while. Yeah, my yeah. my dad had like an old. I don't even know what it. I don't remember what kind of guitar it was, but it's like my grandpa's from like the fifties or something. Yeah, and that's kind of I just dink around on that when I was a kid. And no idea. Yeah, about I didn't get words or anything. <laughs> you just kind of this kind of no. sounds cool. <laughs> uh, I didn't get my first electric guitar I think until like grade seven or something. It was one of those uh, PV Raptor starter packs. Mm. It's the amp and everything. This is awesome. <laughs> you still have it? No. <laughs> I still have the guitar, but it's a you can't play it at all. <laughs> yeah, I think there's I got no electronics in it. I got my first guitar electric is a how do you say it? H A M E R is it Hammer or Hamer? <laughs> I never learned how to pronounce it. One of those, yeah. It's a slammer. I don't know my. My dad got it for me for Christmas because I already had a bass. And I, I had it in my mind I was going to be a bass player. I don't know why. Maybe just because everybody else played guitar, so I wanted to do something different. So I was kind of like put, put almost like put off when he got it to me. He's like, why is he getting me a guitar? I'm a bass player. And then I started playing it. I'm like, hey, this is fucking way better. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, I'm not good at either of them, but <laughs> I'm better at guitar than Was I it one of those like strat knockoff ones or I'll, I'll send you a picture it's uh okay yeah his yeah it kind of looked like a like a fender had like the big whammy bar on it never stayed yeah. tuned, but not like i would have known it like... was tuned. <laughs> the pv was the same it was i guess supposed to look like a strat but then had a lot more kind of sharp edges as opposed to round ones mm. i think my yeah my buddy had a had a pv guitar Around the same time, he had a Dan Electro, little tiny. Holy shit! Can just hear you glugging there. Jeez. <laughs> not wasting any time getting that beard out. <laughs> but, uh, I hope that shows up on there. That was like a cartoon right chug. <laughs> Is that Popeye fucking having some spinach? Slow me down. <laughs> what was what was your first instrument? Ozone, did you start on, did you get drums first or did you have a guitar first? I don't remember. I think I had drums first. Like I started on piano. And then I hated piano. And I had drums. And then everyone else played drums, so I think I just started playing guitar. You know, my first electric guitar was like way after drums, but I think I might have had an acoustic for a while first, I don't remember. See, the problem in my town is all my buddies play guitar. Nobody played drums. And I always try to get my one buddy to play drums, and he refused. And then fucking he starts playing drums when we're in grade 12, and we made a band for for one year. Then we all graduated and went on to the band. Like, if you would have started playing drums back when I told you to, we could have fucking been awesome by now. He wasn't going to be told what to do, you know. Listen to too much Rage Against the Machine at that point in his life. Won't do what I told him. <laughs> so you, did you grow up in Selkirk or was it uh, Winnipeg? No, I grew up in Winnipeg. And then uh, I've been in Selkirk for almost a decade, I guess, now. It was just a so. cheaper housing reasons type of deal? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's significantly more more you get more for what you pay for than in the city, although the prices are super pretty on par now a days, but got in there. Got it. Got in there, yeah. Well. Uh, for the boom. So that would have been you would have been coming to coming of age in what the well, I was like probably like the turn of the millennium then like started going to shows in the two, early 2000s type of deal or late 90s uh yeah i would have been early 2000s i graduated in 05 so it was all during like the scene days oh, when yeah. we were going to shows so a lot of a lot of swoop haircuts and <laughs> skinny <laughs> Christian metalcore was at its finest. Yeah. Yeah. Like and then uh, and I was in my first band at 19 playing shows. So we've been 2006, 2007 when I joined my first like legitimate band that actually played shows. So I'm like growing up in Saskatchewan, like on the east, pretty much in Manitoba, I'd always like. Like bands would be coming through, and back then they didn't really seem to want to come to Saskatchewan at all. So I'd always be like, "Bouncing Souls are going to Winnipeg." I'd be like, but I didn't have a car because I was just a kid, so it was like, no way to get there. And I think it was also like an eight-hour drive from there, so it was like, not like it was close, anyways. But I was like, I was always jealous of Winnipeg. That was the last time that ever happened. But <laughs> I was kidding. Uh, that was short-lived, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've I've actually been impressed with the amount of pretty cool bands that come out of that city you know like it's like yeah i think it's just because we have nothing else to do yeah. like it's cold for eight months of the year and all we get to do is just be in basements or jam spaces and make music and go to shows so <laughs> yeah it's that seems like, to be the answer well it's even like you know edmonton's got a pretty good art scene like not just music but like arts in general and and i've heard winnipeg is kind of similar it must be that it's cold let's just congregate and do cool shit so we can go outside yeah but i like i don't know i still it's cold everywhere right in canada at some point yeah (laughs) but you guys seem to have like consistent like it i mean it does get cold but it switches back and forth so much in alberta it seems chinooks man yeah so whereas in winnipeg or manitoba is once october hits it's fair game anything's gonna happen it could be <laughs> 30 degrees or it we could be getting snow and minus 20. it's well, no fun in the winter <laughs> well, at least you guys got a hockey team back i know it's been a while now but that was kind of a bummer when the when the Jets left, I remember that quite yeah. vividly as a kid. I do. Went to a lot more of the games back then, too, because they were cheaper. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> it was probably actually affordable. Now it's like, if you want to take yeah. a kid, it's like, put a second mortgage on your house to go <laughs> afford that. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been to one one live game. Okay, that's it. <laughs> and they were free tickets. So like, Okay, I went. <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> Went, spent a lot of money on beer, and then uh, it was fun, but I don't think they won. <laughs> it's a pretty, uh, from what I've heard, it's a pretty, like, like loud and energetic atmosphere. 
that in that yeah. arena. Yeah, it, it, all, all the fans are really, really loud and stuff. White so, basketball team now too. That's new. They played their first game, I think, today or yesterday or something. Oh, okay. So, I wonder if that's now uh, we have a basketball team. <laughs> Bruno from uh, Thousand Islands. He was telling us when we were in Banff with him. He was talking about some some league that he has season tickets to for like the Montreal team. And he's like, Oh, there's, there's a team in Calgary now. So that was like last year. I think they just launched. I don't know. I wonder if it's gotta be the same league. It's like, I don't know what it yeah, is. I, but... I would assume, I don't know what it, what the league's called or anything, but asked our my... team is the Winnipeg sea bears. Sea bears. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> What's a sea bear? Polar bear. <laughs> well, I guess. <laughs> I've never heard him called that, but <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but that's what they chose the name as. <laughs> Probably cool. And their mascot's a polar bear, so I would assume that's what it is. <laughs> Look that up. I like it. Look up what it, what is a sea bear. <laughs> that's cool. I mean, stuff like that, and especially if it's actually affordable, you can take your kid and not have to spend thousand dollars a little yeah more. well just before just before i jumped on the call with you guys i was reading about the game they won they were playing vancouver whatever team that is um they're the river bears <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, the, the, forest, wheat, the, wheat the bears. forest bears <laughs> the wheat bears and then the calgary's the oil bears <laughs> yeah no, it's, it's google says a sea bear is just a polar bear yeah, there you go. Wow, and that that's it's a pretty pretty sick logo. I like it. That's what it's like an angry good. polar bear. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I really like it. But I mean, basketball. It's just really weird. Have. I've never heard the bear called that. Sea bear, <laughs> yeah. native to Winnipeg. Lake Winnipeg. Oh, but yeah, the uh, the game was like sold out. That's so that was pretty cool to see. Yeah. I don't know where the game was, but. It was sold out. It's just a high school gym. 20, yeah, I could. Standing room only. <laughs> 20 people there, strong and loud. I know my brother was saying the one in Calgary because I was telling him about it. And then it's like, I guess the arena's kind of like way out of town or like, or at least from, he's on the south end. So it was like, it's, it said it was like an hour for him to get there. He's like, ah, not that interested. <laughs> if it was a little closer, I'd probably go check out some games, but. The Calgary Arena is, like, out of town? Like, where their basketball team plays. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. That's a long drive to get to. This is uh, basketball radio. We got uh, Shaq's coming on next. Talk about the uh, historic comeback of uh, Boston Celtics. (laughs) I know they haven't completed it yet. Yeah, and that, that reference even goes over my head. <laughs> I don't. I know so little about basketball that I couldn't even continue that joke to make it. No. <laughs> like, so no idea. Miami, is that a real thing or is that something happening? Miami Heat were up three to nothing on uh, Boston Celtics, and they've won three games now. So they're going to Game Seven. So they might. They'll be the first team ever, I think, in the conference finals to blow a three nothing lead. If if it if it happens, I don't know when the game is. Sound like the Leafs. <laughs> the Leafs don't do it though. I guess they'd give it up. 
Nah, they couldn't get to the conference final, so it wouldn't help. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, we're going to pivot back <laughs> to uh, see what the old Taylor's hopes and dreams are here. So you signed to the world-famous high-end denim records. You did not one, but two interviews, one of them to be used. <laughs> and, uh, here That's the... Once we're like massively famous, that's going to be like the little B side interviews. We'll we'll leak the most public. <laughs> well, we got to know Bryce a little bit in that one. Bryce yeah. is, uh... maybe we'll we'll chop him into the this one. <laughs> well, you, you're 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 being cheeky, but we actually are because. Wait, is there anything else we need to talk about before we go to the next segment? Ozone, you got any more questions for him? Question note. I got a question. question note. Yeah. Have you ever seen a ghost? No. Really? Is that a real question? Yeah. <laughs> Anything paranormal or spooky happen in your life that you're like, what the fuck? This is this no, because I, I don't I don't believe in ghosts, so maybe oh. that's why. But <laughs> I want to believe like like Fox Mulder. Yeah, well, I, I want to believe in aliens, for sure, but... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing spooky. Uh, go, ghosts, I'm pretty, I'm pretty set on the fact that I don't think ghosts exist. I haven't seen one either, but sometimes, sometimes people have a story, you know? I've, I've always wanted this story, I just never presented itself. Yeah, like, my sister has weird stories, but I've got... And my grandpa had weird stories, and I think they're just all full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, no. Well, I ate these magic mushrooms I found in the backyard, and then suddenly <laughs> I've seen ghosts. <laughs> How do you even know? They just look like people. <laughs> I want to see a UFO or something. Like, I have wished for that. Forever, but I wouldn't have thought no that. Luck. I mean, nothing about your band name or anything that leads me to believe you. No, you're interested in <laughs> interstellar activities. Yeah, <laughs> take a seat, Tom DeLong. <laughs> well, he's playing music now, so he probably needs someone to, to tag in. So, you should email him. <laughs> hey, man, I have no money, no prospects, no uh, knowledge, but uh, I'm willing to do what it I takes. I need answers. <laughs> Well, there's that new. Uh, probably be down. There's that new uh, James Webb thing, whatever. The new Hubble that's out there, so maybe it'll find something cool. Yeah, the James Webb Telescope. It's they've been sending pictures, it's, but now it's like our world's so fucked that everyone's so fucking dumb, and they just no one cares. Like they'll be like, "Well, here's a, here's what fucking Saturn looks like." Nobody fucking gives a shit. Every every third comment's like photoshopped. <laughs> Finally, have the technology and nobody fucking cares. That's AI. And they are there. They like cling on the fact that they're they're composite images. Usually, right? Like mm -hmm. they take different radio images with the different spectrums or whatever, and then they 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 paste them all together to create the image. Mm. So then that those conspiracy nuts hold on to that and they're like that's all fake 
There's no picture of the Earth. It's all multiple pictures. It's all fake. Fake news. <laughs> fake space. Hey, man, fucking... What's his name? Captain Kirk went up to space, and he said it was the worst thing he could ever did. He's like, most depressing thing. He's like... Like every every stupid squabble we have on Earth is like becomes so irrelevant when you look down upon it from up there. It's like it really bummed him out to go up there. And he was kind of a cranky old coot to begin with, but <laughs> I think he, maybe he was just mad at how much money he spent to get up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's like fucking old as shit. Like, what does he need money for now? Like, pretty sure he's, he's almost like... getting close to ninety. Is he that old? Fuck, I thought he was like 80. think so. No, I guess. Fuck, if my dad's 70. He's got to be fucking, yeah. Holy moly. I don't like that. I don't like thinking about the old man. <laughs> the fact that 25 years ago was the late 90s is not cool. But yeah. You're pushing 40, man. <laughs> I'm not there yet. Fucking somebody said that to me. You're almost 40, right? No. Three <laughs> fucking solid years before I'm 40. Not that I really care. I'm okay with getting old. There's worse, Just there's a number. worse scenarios. There's worse scenarios. Plus all the fucking punk bands are old as fuck anyway, so we're we're babies compared to them. So. <laughs> yeah. We're just gonna hit hit our peak when we're fifty. When they finally The business retire. plan is just don't ever retire. <laughs> <laughs> just no... keep going, even if no one wants you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of our business plan now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Find one person that wants you in somewhere and then make it happen. <laughs> so Taylor, yeah. we're coming to Winnipeg. <laughs> we might not play music. We might just party. But uh, We could play music. Why not? All right, let's do it. We'll set up a show. We can set up like more than one. Zellkirk. We'll hit all the, <laughs> the Winni- Winnipeg tour. <laughs> we'll hit up all the fucking major centers. Brandon, Winnipeg. <laughs> Possibly silk. Yeah, two, two. Taylor's it's more here. than one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, after an acoustic show, and you can call it a tour. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Settled. Fucking doing this. But yeah, um, let's roll into this next segment, which is going to be hilarious because he's not here. But Captain Bryce, he uh, he plays the drums, and he showed up for the last interview. <laughs> He's MIA today, but I mean, I can't really expect him to show up twice. So that's like not a, what a drummer does. But he's gonna. Oh, he's cruising. He's he's out cruising. Mean streets. Yeah. He's probably he's practicing with his other band for sure. In his convertible. Oh, he's one of those guys. He is a Miata. Ooh. Handsome boy. <laughs> that's where we're gonna tour in when we come out to Winnipeg. We'll do all the suburbs. Selkirk. I hate getting in that thing. <laughs> it's so small. You're, you're kind of a big <laughs> We're doing that. <laughs> Anyways, here's Bryce. <laughs> well, first, here is the song from Tyler and the Tigers. Pressure cooker. It's like okay, rap. You ready? Yeah. Ready? 
Okay. What is the best movie starring Harrison Ford? Oh, is that Indiana Jones? Is that him? Fucking Christ. No. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, that's him. Yes. Yeah. What uh, population of Manitobans live only in Winnipeg? Uh, 750,000. What's your go-to drink at a coffee shop? Black coffee. <laughs> Name a yellow fruit that's not a banana. Don't, uh, uh. Pineapple. <laughs> What's the best propaganda song? Um, Anti-Manifesto. What is the 12th letter of the alphabet? That's mean. <laughs> L. L. That was L. <laughs> Get it? Uh, what's your favorite Canadian band? Um, favorite Kate Rush. Uh, favorite style of beer? Um, Pilsner. Who's winning the cup this year? Florida. Oh, does Ska <laughs> suck? Um, depends how many beers I've had. <laughs> What's better, spring or fall? Okay, oh. you can ask the last question. You can ask the last question. Uh, spring or fall? It's a boring one. <laughs> spring. <laughs> <laughs> So that song, um, we initially chose it. Well, Bryce chose it. He wanted to hear Rancid. Rancid? Rancid. The Bravest Kids. And uh, Taylor didn't remember that because he was like, just gave a look. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Forgot about that. But uh, yeah, he wanted to hear that song. So we played it. And it probably was just kind of shoehorned in all awkwardly because this is the most Frankenstein episode ever. But you know what? You didn't. Want, my voice is bad enough. You didn't want to hear me like as it was. That was quite unbearable. So uh, we're gonna roll ahead with this and uh, this Frankenstein episode. So hope you guys had fun. You have fun, Taylor. I did have fun. Always have fun. Did you have fun, Bryce? Yeah. Yeah. You got any any questions you want to ask there, Big O? Nope. <laughs> 
He's a very helpful co-host here. <laughs> He's got all kinds of deep questions. Oh, I already asked you about ghosts. You said you want to know about I would tell Ozone, you got to switch to tubes. Get out of the tube list. <laughs> I, yeah, you know what? I've never been more, more convinced. Where's the benefit, though, in a road bike on tubeless? Like, I get it on a mountain bike because you can run lower PSI, but... They say there's better rolling resistance, uh, like when you're a heavier ride road rider like me, that it's it flows better. Like the the fastest guy in Red Deer runs 28s tubeless at like 80 psi, and no one can keep up. And then I'm running clitchers at 120, and it's just like, but you know what? Maybe that's just because he's strong. <laughs> Maybe it's not yeah. the tires. I don't know. <laughs> he could have like calves and thighs just made of like literal iron that <laughs> it's not the 16 hours he trains properly a week it's got to be yeah. that it's got to be the tubeless at 28 man <laughs> the 200 pound leg presses that he's doing <laughs> deeply, he has nothing to do with that <laughs> it's tubeless man it's tubeless yeah are you guys talking about amps right now <laughs> yeah Val- valve state the line the line six spider okay <laughs> so you guys got to uh Go follow Punks on Bikes. It's Taylor and Ozone's new podcast coming to you soon on the High End Denim Network. <laughs> I like it. I kid you not. Last last time we did this podcast <laughs> a week ago, um, I thought about that. I'm like, I don't think there's a podcast about bikes and punks. <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. Because like never... the Bad Religion guys ride bikes. Like there's a bunch. The... The drummer of Bayside, man, he's a huge like road cyclist, like racing, like Cat One, Cat Two in the U.S. Yeah, it's an untapped market, boys. Go get it. Go I get know. It. Go get it. It's because if we have an extra free hour, we'd rather be riding than than <laughs> recording podcasts. <laughs> Does Taylor actually ride? Haven't even or just fix him. <laughs> Me? No, I ride. I haven't touched my bike though this year yet. I've done the tune up. I put new rubber on it and I have yet to ride because my kid learned how to now ride his bike. So every free moment that I have, he wants to go for a bike ride. So I jump on my dad's 1984 Nishiki Bushwhacker and I (laughs) cruise along with him. (laughs) Nice. That's even better though. Yeah, it's fun. Um, But I, can't help there's times where i'm with this going for a ride and i'm like when do i get to go for a bike ride <laughs> you gotta go early so, early morning or late late night when you have kids yeah i know i don't know if you want to go late late night and well selkirk's probably okay but oh that's totally fine i've done it it's just that but i gotta make sure my lights are charged and then you can't go that far like i'm not gonna go for a really long one in the dark and all my kids black, so that's super unsafe. <laughs> so your kids black or your kids black? Kit. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> I was wondering. I mean, I'm cool with whatever. <laughs> I did that part out. <laughs> the, the really tight clothing that we wear while we're riding, that's like what they call the kit. <laughs> uh, yeah. I used to jam and I see those. 
we, we jam on Tuesday nights and we have a Tuesday night race series here. So I show up to jam quite often in my soak straight after because I don't get to cool down. I just kind of run in my car after the race and run to the jam spot. Just all sweaty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nasty. Good, good thing it's well ventilated and, and uh, AC in that room, too. Take your jersey <laughs> off. You just got the suspenders going with the base. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll be doing it Tuesday. I can send you pictures. <laughs> One time he, he didn't fucking tell us what he was doing because there's kind of like we got our main room and then we have another room where we have like a couch and stuff and like walk in there and just fucking butt naked getting changed. You're like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Give me us a warning. <laughs> oh, I told you guys, you just didn't listen. Fuck. <laughs> I guess so. What's the Sorry, point buddy. of being in a band if you don't get to see each other naked every now and then, you know? It's the only reason I tour. <laughs> <laughs> I saw no naked men on our last tour. That's how you fix those soft boners, Josh. <laughs> Checking out ozone naked? No, that's not going to do it. Riley, though? Maybe. <laughs> On that note, this is fucking getting insanely bad. Um, <laughs> I know. You... <laughs> so this is a, a song you guys chose in the last one, so I'm going to make you go with it again. You don't know how to pronounce it, but you're from, you're from Manitoba, so you enjoy the band Propagandy, so... You wanted to hear one of their songs. Yes. Too too much, most likely. Uh, <laughs> I drive my friends nuts because I make them listen to Propagandy. And then they, uh, they're they like, yeah, that's a good song, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, did you even listen to the lyrics? And then I bring out the, uh, the PowerPoint presentation that I have. <laughs> so. <laughs> so what's your favorite record by them? Um, depends on the time of year. <laughs> uh, I really, I really like um, Potemkin a lot, and then uh, supporting cast. That's the supporting cast. Is what got me into propaganda, so there's a bit of a soft spot there. Uh, I was on a big Let's Talk More Rock kick earlier or later last year, I guess. Also good. I like uh, obviously how to clean everything, and then supporting cast are my one-two punch. Hashtag Regal Five. <laughs> well, yeah. Shout out. Actually, uh, one of their songs, actually called Potemkin, I think, isn't it? That's about the pig that escaped in Red Deer. Francis the pig. Yeah. And that's not on Potemkin. No, it's on Supporting Cast. It's on Supporting Cast, yeah. It's <laughs> just confusing. But, uh, yeah, yeah I when think you guys... the story is they actually wrote it during the Potemkin ones, but they didn't put it in. Oh, okay. So then that's why they just ended up naming it that. But well, If you ever come to Red Deer, there's actually a little statue of Francis the Pig. Francis the Pig, yeah. So you guys can get a picture by it and be like... We're from Manitoba. This is crucial for us. <laughs> I absolutely would. I thought that was pretty cool. Actually, there's a there's a beer even from that comes out of Red Deer called Pesky Pig, about that same Pesky Pig Francis. So, it's uh my two favorite things: beer and punk rock intertwining. There you go. And Ozone's not a not a big propaganda fan, or not he's a big. He's warming up. He's not a big fan, but he connoisseur. <laughs> I'm definitely not a connoisseur. 
I um like I like a lot of their songs, but not a not I would not be a super fan, but I would love to see them. And I, like they have enough songs that I really well, like. If that makes sense. Chris yeah. Hanna's an obnoxious Leafs fan, so you probably get along with him. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm sure. I'm like, sure. I, I don't even follow that band on fucking Twitter because it's just fucking leaf shit, and I'm like, ah, unfollow. <laughs> he has a, I think he's got a Leafs guitar strap, um, and then sometimes I've seen like show pictures where he's got these like massive leaf socks that go almost up to his knees, and he wears <laughs> with like his cut off shorts. He is you. <laughs> you have those fucking awesome. He is me. Yeah. <laughs> I have done that before. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Which is weird because I, I like wonder why he's not a Jets fan. I guess he's old. Probably weren't a thing. There's dad brainwashed him, I guess. Well, they have their song uh called Things I Like, and he talks about why he's a Leafs fan because they're like internationally reviled just like him. <laughs> so ah, so he, he he likes the heel. The heel aspect. Yeah. You, you told what? me to listen to that song, and I fucking haven't. I don't know how. Oh, jeez. I wasn't. The, I know. I'm a fucking <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> that was the one album that it didn't grip me, except for that song, Status Update. That was cool. Because that was, like, the one they leaked first. And I was, Failed States. I was like, this fucking song rips. And then the album came out, and I was like, where are the other rippers? <laughs> but I feel like I maybe never gave it a fair shake, so... Yeah, I think that's one of those albums you have to listen. I had to listen to it a couple times, but still, there's not as many songs on that one that it well, are like, like I really like. It's kind of a shit sandwich because I love supporting cast and I love the last one, so it's like <laughs> it's a little the turd nugget in the in the sandwich of the <laughs> high quality bread. Yeah, it's I like mean a, they're writing like rib <laughs> They're writing new stuff right now, so hopefully we'll. We'll get some tunes at least in the next year or so. You know, there actually is a propaganda fucking podcast. That's like, only- yeah, I know. I've met Greg. Oh. Is he? Is <laughs> the he guy from, that runs. Is he from Winnipeg? I thought he's from like America. No. Or something. He's from Buffalo. Oh, and he just and uh, just loves the band. He when they, I think it was last year in October, they did three sold out shows in Winnipeg. And so he flew to Winnipeg and went to every single one of them. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, they've, he, I think they've like came on the show and they're all like, they recognize the show. They're aware of it and approve oh, yeah. of it and everything. Yeah, they've all, I think they've all been on the show yeah, at this point. I think you're right. I still haven't so. listened because I love, I like the band. I just, I, I don't need to listen to a whole, maybe I there, will because they go through all their some good. There's some good episodes, though. Like, he brings in... There's a bunch of, like, punk rock heavy hitters that he brings in to interview and stuff. So, yeah, it's sure a, it's worth to listen. And then on Spotify, you can just, like, go through and be like, oh, oh I want to listen to this episode because this guy's on it. and Because mm-hmm. they so. go through, like, all their songs and, like, do a deep dive, correct? Is that the... Yeah. Maybe I will do that because... Uh, That's the whole premise. The dude from Less Than Jake does that. But not for like a whole band, but they'll invite like he had Bill Stevenson on. Is that your your uncle, by the way? <laughs> Spells no. the name different. Um, yeah, with a B. Like had him on and he talked about. Uh, no, I don't remember. Fuck, <laughs> I don't remember what song he had. 
one of the songs about like his dad passing away and stuff and it was he's a cat huh the song's about his cat i think no that one was uh, about his dad dying it was uh oh one more day or something which is like my favorite sentence song but anyways but he but he brings people on and they do like deep dives on their their hits right so it's 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 a cool premise so i think maybe i would like like that if they're talking about propaganda songs Maybe we'll do that. We'll fucking dive into We Were Soldiers. Get really into it. There you go. So Melville Gibson, notorious anti-Semite and decent actor and and, uh, director. (laughs) He he was the guy that (laughs) was the inspiration behind this song. No. (laughs) He's my hero. Um... (laughs) There, that's funny. We were talking last night when we had our friends over. We were actually talking about the old action stars, and Mel Gibson was one of them. And uh, one of our friends was like, yeah, Mel Gibson is a terrible person. And I'm like, yeah, but Lethal Weapon and <laughs> Mad Max, and <laughs> well, they're good movies. You could say the same about um, Tom Cruise, right? He's a fucking lunatic, but yeah, but good I, mean, <laughs> I, I love Tom Cruise's movies. Um. Yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, there's one line in the We Were Soldiers song where it's about like getting the folded flag dropped off by yellow cabs, and that's that's kind of where it all. That's from that movie. Is I guess during the Vietnam War they didn't have enough people to um, let the loved ones know that a family member had died during the war and they employed taxi drivers to give this news to them. So like a cab would show up at your house with the letter saying that your family member died in the war. <laughs> so Speaking I learned that from that movie. So that's where it all came from. Speaking of big yellow, not, taxis. nothing to do with Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of big yellow taxis. Hey, yeah. <laughs> no, that won't be out yet, but. Keep your ears to the street. It's not out, but we could play it on the show. Why not? We have it. <laughs> so you don't. So all that propaganda preamble is for nothing. We're gonna fucking play another fucking Lost Planet song. Okay, I'm down. I'm actually fucking so down. Let's ask the label boss yeah, though. Do Does, it. Is Ozone say it's okay? He let's signs. He signs the checks. <laughs> do you remember that song? I did. I pick in the outro. I think I picked another song with. Was unreleased, right? Yeah, that was that was the intro. I don't remember what we did for the outro. Oh, the intro I did. Yeah. So yeah, double double whammy. Let's do it. There you go. All right. Well, Taylor. Sorry, was... propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be okay. We'll get him on here. I actually did interview Todd on a different show once, and he was he was a lovely man, great guy, super down to earth, wonderful man. But try uh, and get Chris on the show. <laughs> I've heard. Ah, I'm sure he won't come on the show, but <laughs> we'll try to get him anyway. Cubs win. Yeah. Cubs win. <laughs> yeah, you got any else, anything else you want to throw out? Any shows coming up that you want to hype before we let you get on with your life? When does this episode come out? Because <laughs> uh, we let, we have a show on June second. Oh but... yeah, I, I'll be out probably on the Wednesday. I'm gonna. I got half of it mixed already. Just gotta. Pop this in and throw oh, the music in. Well, yeah, so 
Friday, uh, June 2nd, we have a show at uh, the Handsome Daughter in Winnipeg. And we are last. And it's with Leon's Getting Larger, Lake Disappointment, and Grotoco. So, yeah, we've only yeah we've only ever played with uh, Leon's Getting Larger once. These are the other two bands we've never played with. So, should be fun. You should send us. It's always fun when you get to play a show. Too. We'll put it on our website www.indenimrecords.com. You can see all the bands and when they're playing. As long as the bands tell us, we will put it on there. <laughs> Taylor. I didn't know this was a service. <laughs> <laughs> we get dozens of visitors every week looking to know when, when Lost Planet Airmen are playing. I'll I'll send you the, the info when I send you the song that we're about to play. <laughs> So we're going to be hearing this for the first time as well. So, woo! So yeah, it's a it's a Joni Mitchell cover, Pride of Saskatoon, yeah. Saskatchewan. It's a cover of a cover. Yeah. So. And it's not out yet. There you so go. This is the only place you can hear it, unless you're friends with Taylor. That's right. Shows you. <laughs> but I'm she's sending it all over the place. <laughs> he's actually sent it to like nine other labels. But, uh, no. <laughs> if they say yes, then this episode's getting deleted. <laughs> it wouldn't hurt your feelings like that. <laughs> we're, we're not that sensitive. We want you to flourish <laughs> like the good Winnipeg boy you are. <laughs> let's, uh, let's roll into the song. And uh, yeah, make sure you're checking out Lost Planet Airmen live at the, at the beautiful sun. Or no, handsome daughter. It's the place to be. You might catch trash animals there. It might swoop our way there. Bryce, is there anything else you'd like to add before we leave? Yeah. If Bryce wants to say anything? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Bryce. Thanks for checking in, bud. Great job on the pressure cooker tonight. Go watch some more Harrison Ford. Maybe check out uh, Blade Runner or, you know, anything else. Air Force. That movie, yeah. Star. I heard Star Wars was, was okay. I'm not sure. He wasn't sure if he was in Indiana Jones or something. Yeah, right. Is that, is that air support? <laughs> it's funny because I like I'm not a movie guy. I don't like movies. I don't know anyone, but so it's funny that even I knew Harrison Ford. And he was like, <laughs> I think it's Indiana Jones. Well, you can't even like say, "Oh, those movies were from before I was born," because there's been like fucking three of them since he's been around. <laughs> like, there's a new one that just yeah. came out or is coming out or something. Yeah. So get it together. I'm gonna watch it. (laughs) You might as well. What else are you gonna do? Show up on a podcast? Until next week. (laughs) Maybe again. You never know. Third time's the charm. Yeah, this one's not gonna work. We're gonna do this all over again. Yeah, this this time Taylor's fucking audio didn't work. (laughs) Can't wait to wake up tomorrow morning with Josh texting me going, It didn't work again. You're not going to believe this. I got a soft boner again. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> this episode has been brought to you by Blue Chew. Boners for everyone. <laughs> All right. 
Until next time, make sure you're checking out Lost Planet Air, man. Give them a follow on Facebook, Instagram, I think even Twitter. I don't know if they're too active on there, but who is? So I, I'm there, and I like your guys' posts when they <laughs> pop up. That's about it. It's <laughs> all we can ask for. Other than that, I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> man, I've been trying to get any sort of traction with the band on Twitter. It's just bots being like, send me your songs. I'm going to play them. And then everybody promoted that. <laughs> That's Instagram. Twitter's just yeah, even worse. <laughs> but yeah, we're uh, we're going to go home now. So uh, listen to the Lost Planet Airman, you big dummies. This is <laughs> Big Yellow. Until next week. This has been Denim Radio with Josh and Ozone and Taylor. This is Taylor. And this is Bryce. From Lost Planet Airmen, and you're listening to... Denim Radio. All right. There we go. That was a pretty sweet interview. It was nice to get to know those those fellas. At least 66.6% of the of the Lost Planet Airmen. And now I can start a, a biking podcast, too, so it'll be great. And there you go. You just want to tour with those guys so you and Taylor can go biking. Yeah, absolutely. No, I want... I want him to fix my bike. <laughs> there you go. Well, once it breaks down while you're biking, he'll fix it. Perfect. He's just that that nice of a fella. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks for thanks for tuning in again. This is, fuck, we've done five of these already. I don't know when the next one's going to come out. We're just going to get to them when we have a time. There's no real set schedule to be, so that may be annoying for the listener, or it may be just kind of whatever. <laughs> Keep you on your toes, but... We're busy, so we're going to get it out when we can. Well, yeah, you got anything else to add before I pick the last song? No, I think I'm all golden. Golden, yeah, golden. So, uh, 
Eat your bananas, stay healthy. <laughs> if you guys didn't tell from the last couple episodes, we're kind of got a boner for Spanish punk right now because we were down <laughs> in Costa Rica. And all the punk bands down there were so nice to us and you know, hooked us up with CDs and stickers and a few shirts and stuff. But uh, this band, they were... Well, the, the lead singer was... Uh, we're calling him Santa Claus. Was it Camacho or something? <laughs> the Spanish word for it. Um, he was the head brewer manager of a, this, the venue we played down there. It was also a brewery. And his band is called Sentido Comón. Comón? I don't know. It means common sense in English. But uh, we were pretty, pretty stoked on his music, and he gave us a CD. So I've been kind of hooked on this song called Amigo Fraternal. I assume that just means like forever friend. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like bro dudes. <laughs> mm, I, don't I, don't know. I, I think it's a song about friendship, hence the amigo. We're still working. I'm doing my Duolingo, but I'm only on day ten, so I'm not fluent yet. Give me a f- give me a few more weeks, and I'll be able to, to know what all these songs are about. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we dig this song. Hope to uh, see all these wicked bands again because we had the time of our lives down there. But uh, yeah. Anything to add before we wrap this up? Nope. Fuck yeah. Well, we've got, we will see you guys again very soon. And if you're around Alberta, make sure you, you come to either High River, Fort McMurray, or Medicine Hat in the next month. And you can see us in the flesh playing some songs and having some beers and some laughs. But yeah, until then, this has been Josh. And Ozo. My voice cracked. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you on episode says. Bye. Adios.
good. Like you've never heard this?